Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Jimmy Hoke Show. I know I haven't done a podcast in a while, but here we are. You'll notice I'm doing something a little bit different today. Um, for one, I've invited, um, I don't know if anyone will show up, I've actually invited a few people I know into a special audience chat, which you can see on the live stream. Um, just something I'm testing out. Not sure if anyone will actually join, um, but basically it's like a priority queue for questions. Um, I'm also streaming on both YouTube and Twitch and JimmyNet Radio at JimmyOak.net, then you click radio. Um, so there are plenty of ways to listen um, to the Jimmy Hoke Show. Of course, this will be available um, wherever you get podcasts after recording, you know, I'll edit it some, you know, cut out noise and stuff. So, you know, as you've almost definitely heard, there's a war in Ukraine. Russia has been attempting to invade and take it over. Um, and a lot of people have been curious about Ukraine, you know, people, um, I think a lot of people don't really know a lot about Ukraine, but they, you know, want to learn about it because it's interesting. Um, so I actually went to Ukraine. Um, for a little background, I've actually been learning Russian. Um, and I actually went in 2019 in the summer for a month to study abroad in Ukraine. Um, I actually I went to this cool language school. Um, in Ukraine, and it was pretty great, and I learned a lot about, like, the culture there, and, you know, what everyday life is like, um, and I just wanted to share my experiences over there, so that, um, for all of you who want to learn more about Ukraine. Okay, so I came to Ukraine, um, with my Russian class, um, the whole class went, so first, getting there, it took, honestly, the flight, like, first there was like a nine-hour flight um, to Amsterdam, and we had to fly from Amsterdam to Kiev. Um, so, we got, so we arrived at Kiev, and... Let me tell you, being at a um, Ukrainian airport um, when you haven't slept <laughs> for an entire flight, probably been up for like 32 hours, it's uh, it's quite an experience. So I get to the airport, and then I have to go through customs, <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing in Ukraine? <laughs> I'm trying to remember, like, uh. I'm, um, I have to say, I'm, I'm here to study Russian, <laughs> except, and this whole conversation is actually taking place in Russian, and I'm, like, I have asleep, and I'm, like, I, I can't even speak English, much less Russian right now, um, so, yeah, that was, um, <laughs> kind of stressful, but, yeah, the first night, you know, we got there, it was late, you know, I hadn't slept on the plane, 
You have to go through customs, then we had to go find our apartment, we had to exchange currency so that we would actually um, have like money that we could use there. We had to, then we went to eat, and then by the time I finally got to the apartment, I was just very tired. <sighs> but things improved from there. So I went and studied at the um, at this really really cool school. Um, it's a language school in Ukraine. Um, I think they actually have helped train astronauts there because up until recently, um, in the U.S., we didn't have a space program and we had to, you know, kind of ride share with the Russians. So, and of course, you know, we have, you know, the International Space Station. We have our astronauts up there and with the Russian astronauts. So, astronauts a lot of the time have to learn Russian. So, they've actually taught astronauts, I believe. Um, it's quite the experience, actually. Uh, they have, um, because they had a really great program, they'd like, you'd have a conversation partner that you could help, that could help you learn the language, and, you know, we'd have lessons every day. We would have, like, a, gosh, like an hour-long Russian lesson, and then we'd have homework. But, while we weren't doing that, we got to you know, walk around and explore Kiev. And Kiev is, it's a really nice city. Um, there's tons of restaurants, museums, shops. There's a ton of stuff to do there. Um, one thing, so shopping in Ukraine is, it's pretty interesting. Of course, you have to, um, and this is actually one common misconception that people have, um, is that they do speak Russian in Ukraine, although um, the Ukrainian language is really starting to make a comeback, actually, um, which is pretty cool. It it had kind of not been as common because uh, um, because they had been taken over by the Soviet Union, but the Ukrainian language is coming back. But mostly, everyone there speaks Russian because they grew up speaking Russian. Um, but that means when you shop, you have to ask about everything in Russian. You know, there's no, like, it's not just you get a bad grade if you don't do your Russian right. It's like you don't, you, you don't get to buy stuff. <laughs> so it's a great way to learn a language is by, you know, being kind of just in the middle of a country where everyone speaks it. And, you know, you have to learn it. Um... Shopping, one of the most interesting things is that the because of the exchange rate, like everything just seems way cheaper there. Um, like if you go buy ice cream, it's like 25 cents in dollars. Uh, the most difficult part of shopping, though, is that in Ukraine, I think a lot of other Eastern European countries too, they they don't really drink like regular water usually. Like, if you go buy water, if you say, you know, I'd, I'd like to buy some water, um, or, you know, um, you'd say something like that. You don't get water. Their bottled water is, um, what they call which is 
which means with gas, and basically it's sparkling water. So anytime, and I don't really like sparkling water, so anytime <laughs> I um, went to buy water, I would be like, um, I'd walk into the store, Izvinite, gdje vada bezgazem? Which is um, Russian for, excuse me, where's the water without gas? Like, they don't call it water, they call it water without gas. You have to specify that it's not sparkling water, <laughs> which is pretty interesting. Um, another shopping, um, shopping experience, I guess you could call it, that I had was I went to a mall, and it was a really nice mall. It had, like, three stories. It had an aquarium. They actually had these cool, like, hologram things. Like, they had advertisements that were on hologram display thingies. Like, it looked 3D. Like, it was awesome. So I go to the mall, and we're looking around. Um, obviously, everyone in the class, um, basically, we had a buddy system. You have to go if another person in the class. Um, and it was a pretty small class. And um, because... Um, of what can only be described as a very unlikely um, circumstance, I ended up being the only guy in the class. So when I went to the mall, I kind of got stuck looking at makeup stores, which, you know, I thought was pretty boring. But then, while we were at the mall, it got um, interesting. So... I'm at the mall, you know, hanging out with one of my friends. I'm like, okay, but can we go see, you know, like, any other store besides this one? I'm like, okay, we'll go after this. And then, on the loudspeaker, comes an, an announcement that we need to evacuate the mall. Uh, and apparently there was actually someone called in a bomb threat against the mall. Um, but, like, the whole mall had to evacuate. People were, like, shutting down and closing up all the stores. It was really interesting, though, because, like, everyone was super chill. Like, nobody was panicking. Everyone just kind of calmly walked out the door. There, I saw a few people, quite a few people, actually, who had just gotten McDonald's, and they just, like, were still eating their food. Like, they weren't even leaving. Um, because, you know, I think they all figured that it wasn't real, and, and, it, and it wasn't. There was no actual bomb threat. It was just fake. But it was surprising how everyone was just kind of like, meh. <laughs> like, no panic at all. Um, although this one girl in my class posted on Instagram, <laughs> bomb threat at the mall kind of scared, not gonna lie. <laughs> We're just like, oh, your parents are gonna make you come back home. <laughs> um, but it was okay. There was no bomb. No one was hurt. And we ended up going to another mall, um, which wasn't as big or cool. I did get... So it's a tradition I have, is that anytime I go to... like, on vacation somewhere, I buy some kind of electronic... You get, you get a snow globe, I get a flash drive. So I got, actually, a really cool flash drive at this mall as a souvenir. That's that's my tradition. So, 
at the mall, though, I actually saw The Lion King, like the live-action one, because this was like 2019 in the summer. I saw the live-action Lion King when it came out. Um, I, know, I forget if it was in Ukrainian or Russian, but, you know, it's kind of funny. I've never actually seen the live-action Lion King in English, but, like, you know, I know, like, Every it was basically a shot for shot remake of the animated one. I know like pretty much every line by heart. So, you know, I don't actually need to understand it, but I also understood quite a bit of it because I've been studying Russian. So that was pretty fun. Um Yeah, let's see. What else? Um, another thing. This was actually um in twenty nineteen, this was pretty shortly after Zelensky had got elected. And I remember talking to a lot of people, and, you know, a lot of people were pretty skeptical. They weren't huge fans of him because he was a comedian. And, of course, you know, they've definitely had some not great, um, definitely not great presidents over there. Or, um, although, of course, Zelensky has gotten a lot of support lately, um, He's really turned out to be, in my opinion, a pretty great leader. Um, but at the time, people are kind of like, eh, I don't really trust this guy. Um, so that was actually probably why someone, I think that was why someone called the bomb threat into the mall was because they were upset about the election or whatever. There are definitely some... Uh, in people with very interesting political views in Ukraine. There was um there was actually this one guy. Um so you know how they tell you don't if a guy in a van offers you a ride, don't um you know, don't take it. Well, you know our class thought, what the heck? Also because we called an Uber and it was a guy in a van. So Van Man goes on this <laughs> crazy rant about how he thinks that Putin is a great guy. Like, this guy's... He's a little kooky. He's like, oh, man. I wish we had Putin. He'd get rid of all the gay people. And we're like, whoa. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, if you're ever in Ukraine and you meet an Uber driver who drives a van. Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> Definitely a very interesting person. Uh, to be generous. Pretty crazy. Um, but one of the coolest places that I went was Odessa. So, Odessa is a city in Ukraine. It's by the beach. It's really nice, actually. And so I went to Odessa, had to go on a train overnight, which is pretty fun. And it was a beautiful city, lots of old buildings. Um, one cool thing I actually saw, I wasn't brave enough to try it, but they had a Texas barbecue restaurant there. Um, which... I kind of wish I had tried it. They did. They had a great burger place in Kiev. Um, 
But one of the most famous things, and we got to see this in Odessa, is there are these tunnels throughout, like, all under the city. And we got to take a tour. And, um, that part of the tunnels had been made into, like, a bunker um, during the Soviet Union. There was a bunker they were, because they were worried about nuclear war. Um, and it had been used for all kinds of, like, organized crime and all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, there's this underground tunnel. Um, so that was pretty cool. You know, they have, like, they even had, like, an underground, like, kitchen and stuff. And, yeah. It's interesting. Tea made underground is really good, in case anyone wondered. Of course, one of the coolest things we got to see in Odessa was the beach. Um, I'm going to be honest, even though it was summer, the beach was too cold. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the water was freezing. Um, so, you know, that was great. Um, and, of course, one of the neatest things about Ukraine was the food. So Ukraine has some very great food, and over there they have a lot of like cafeteria, buffet-type restaurants, and there was actually one like right near um, the apartment I was in. <clears throat> Let me tell you, the food was amazing. Um, so of course there's borscht, which is, you know, a beet soup. Um, but I think the most famous thing that they have is Chicken Kiev. Now, Chicken Kiev is some of, is some of the best chicken I have ever had. It's really great. You have to try it at least once in your lifetime. Um, really, you have to go to Kiev, or to Kiev, um, if you really want to experience Chicken Kiev. Um... Unfortunately, I was actually going to go back to Ukraine. I was planning on it this summer, um, but I obviously had to scrap that plan. But sometime, you know, you have to experience it for yourself in Ukraine. Um, one of the most interesting things, actually, is there is a restaurant in Ukraine, or in Kiev, called Starburger. Um, and it was a burger place. Now, of course, burgers are not a traditional Ukrainian food. But they were really good. Um, and they had this really interesting thing. So, when you ordered a burger, they would also give you, like, latex gloves. So you could eat the burger without getting your hands messy. Um, everyone there thought it was really great. Um, this one girl in my class, she actually told her dad, who runs a restaurant um, near where I live, actually, and now the restaurant offers gloves <laughs> with their burgers, which is um, pretty funny. Um, so that was pretty cool. One of my favorite places we went was a open-air museum, and it was basically a recreation of a traditional Ukrainian village, um, it was really cool. You had all these old buildings. You had live music. Um, and then there was a very, uh, unique thing. So, 
you know, toilets, they're expensive, okay, and, you know, they're expensive, and not everyone, um, can budget in a toilet, so the Open Air Museum, their toilet is just, it's just a hole, like, it's a very nice, um, you know, it's got, like, porcelain, and, you know, it's, um, you know, very, um, these, like, things to increase traction so you don't slip, but it, it's just a hole, and that's it. That, that's the bathroom. So, you know, that was an experience. Another thing is churches. There, Ukraine has the most beautiful just giant cathedrals and beautiful amazing giant cathedrals um the orthodox church is very big there um and actually for many people in ukraine this is orthodox easter so the orthodox church actually celebrates easter on a different day um they have their own calendar and today is um, Sunday, the 24th, when this is being recorded, is actually Orthodox Easter. Um, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be praying for Ukraine because it's just awful that they have to celebrate Easter with the fear of being bombed. Uh, but they have these beautiful churches, and I went to see quite a few of those. I actually went to a Orthodox church service, which was um, pretty cool. It's definitely very different than um, what I'm used to over here. You stand, like, the whole time, and they have, like, multiple floors. Like, I was actually up on, like, a balcony, because it's just this huge church. Um, obviously, the whole service was in Russian, so it's really interesting. I also went to this, um, cool monastery, and they had, like, underground tunnels, um, and there are actually people buried in the tunnels, which is pretty interesting, but really cool, and some of these, some of these, like, churches and monasteries, they're, like, like, hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of years old. Another thing that I got to see there was... I got to see a Ukrainian ballet. So, Ukraine is pretty famous for their ballet. It's a pretty big deal there. And literally right across the street from my apartment was a opera house. And I got to see Sleeping Beauty. It was amazing. Just absolutely phenomenal. I've never seen anything like it before. Um, and... It, it literally only cost $25 a ticket, which is just amazing. But it was it was a beautiful performance. Um, and speaking of the apartment that I was in, so it was, it was a Soviet-looking apartment. You know, it had two elevators, um, one of which broke a lot. So actually, while we were there, there were these, just a bunch of British dudes... We call the we call them the blokes, and um, they kept jumping in the elevator. Now 
in Ukraine, when you jump in an elevator, the elevator breaks. So, that happened. A lot. And we were on, like, the top floor, so we had to use the stairs quite a bit. Um, because both elevators got broken. Which, yeah. And it was because of the British guys. Other than that, it's weird. We didn't see anyone in the apartment. Like, there just weren't... Like, you never heard the neighbors. You never saw the neighbors. Like, the apartment is just this... Totally quiet. Kind of creepy, actually. But it was a really nice apartment. Pretty big. The internet was slow, but, you know, whatever. Um, it actually had a balcony... And it was in a really nice part of town. So, that was definitely one of the, you know, one of the nicest, or nicer apartments um, there, I would say. Um, oh, this is one of my favorite things. So, in Ukraine, Putin is very unpopular, and for good reason, you know. Putin keeps invading, and, you know. So, it's really, <laughs> it's really funny. So, on, on almost every street corner, they have Putin toilet paper. And it's like, Putin, you know, his face on it. It's pretty, pretty funny. I, like, almost bought some, but... I ended up not. Now I kind of wish I had bought some. It's so funny. Um, and the toilet paper, it had words on it, um, but this is a family-friendly channel, so I can't say it, but need. let me just put it this way. What was written on the toilet paper was very offensive and... Putin definitely deserves to be called this. I'll just say that. Um, and then they had, like, all kinds of other, like, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But the Putin toilet paper was pretty great. Um, but yeah, you know, it was, um, it was the greatest month of my life, probably. The best vacation well, not really a vacation, but a study abroad trip that I've ever been on. Um, I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping that I can go back one day, you know. Um, I have heard from, you know, some of the people. I've heard from my teachers um, and stuff, and all of them are doing okay um, currently. But, yeah. But anyway, that is um, a summary of the, you know, what it's like to visit Ukraine. So I hope you found this, you know, to be informative, because I know a lot of people have questions about Ukraine, since, you know, a lot of people, you know, mo I, most people haven't been, you know, they don't know a lot about it, and they're just now hearing quite a bit about Ukraine, and... Yeah, it's um, it's a really great country. 
But yeah, thanks for listening to the Jimmy Hoke Show. Um, hopefully I can come up with another episode soon. Until then, uh, like, share, subscribe to the YouTube channel, check out this podcast, and um, I would encourage you to support Ukraine um, in whatever way you can. Thanks for listening.